Welcome to Prime Cohesion. Please join us as we move forward in this endeavor. We hope you join us for some banter and laughs as we touch on the real life topics that united us. Please be advised content can be mature in nature and disturbing to some. We're not always the experts, but we strive to do our part to bring awareness to subjects that matter to us and provide support when we can. Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. Uh, we appreciate you new listeners for joining us, and if you're coming back, welcome back to the shit show. We're going to be talking this episode about the constitutional carry here in Georgia. How do you guys feel about the state getting rid of concealed carry? They're getting rid of concealed carry? Well, they're getting rid of, they're supposed to be constitutional carry. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so basically, I mean, you could still conceal carry. You'd have, I guess, you'd have to have a permit for that, but you don't. Or maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm no. Wrong. I think they're trying to go. So according to like, uh, I follow a group called uh, I think it's Georgia Gun Owners. Or but uh, yeah, the whole point was they pushed. They're trying to push it through the Senate for constitutional carry, where you don't need a permit for anything anymore. You can just carry because the Second Amendment is your permit to carry. It cleared the, uh, I guess, whatever committees it's got to go through. So it's on the Georgia Senate floor now. So I don't know when they're going to vote I on it. I thought they cleared that. I thought it went further. I thought mm -hmm. the Senate said okay. Am I wrong on that? I'm just reading. I'm reading the headline. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I, this is surprising. 24 states already have constitutional carry. I'm not that versed in other states, but I concealed carry, I think, is the best way to go. I mean, you have the right Why is to. That? Why do you think that? Because if I'm in Walmart and you're walking around like John Wayne and I'm the bad guy, I got my gun and now I see you. Now I got two guns. I'm going to take you out first. I can see that. Okay. It passed the house. That's what I saw. It went through the house. Yeah. The house mm -hmm. passed at 94 to 57 and now it's on the Senate floor. Okay. I'm not against it. I mean, I'm not I'm against not it, but I just don't. I've never been a fan of the open carry i mean i have yeah, I think, but i've been like not at walmart or the Publix or whatever i think most guys that open i'm not a fan of open carry at all i prefer concealed carry open carry to me opens you up for problems i'd rather you hit it because people get stupid when they see them plus if there's something going down i don't want to be the first target because if I'm a would-be thief or somebody wanting to do something wrong, the first thing I'm doing is looking around the room. If I see somebody with a weapon, well, you're my first target. I'm going to take you out first and then do what I got to do. Mm -hmm. so I never really understood open carry. I don't like it. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it works for anybody. This ain't the old West, you know what I mean, where everybody goes strapped and it's on the outside. It's a different world and i just don't think that open carry is a good idea period that's my opinion i don't think there's anything on the books that says you can't be in possession you there's some rules and stuff like that and like your car and all that but i don't think there's a 
a real issue if you wanted to. So I don't know what the law is actually going to do for us. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Uh, I'm with Smitty on concealed. It's some some kind of concealment. Um, it just keeps it safer for everybody, I think. Yeah, and and you're right. People do not to. I mean, the Karens of the world, you know, they see it and they're like, oh, he's got a gun. He's got a gun, you know, and everybody starts acting weird. Even me, someone who carries, you know, yeah. you you never know I carry, but I see somebody else with a gun and I'm a tent, you know, I'm attentive to that. So Yeah. If I see somebody with one peeking out from underneath their jacket or something, I'm a lot mm-hmm. less likely to be concerned than if I see somebody just carrying one like an idiot. Mm-hmm in the front of their belt or I see it in their pocket or something stupid like that. I'm like, this guy, number one, doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. He's just got a gun. Yeah. But if somebody's trying to conceal it, then they seem to be just a little bit more adept, I guess. You would think they're just a little bit more in the know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I can see that. I think in Florida, when I li- well, at least when I lived there, the laws is, the laws may have changed, but I'm pretty sure it was only concealed carry. You couldn't open carry at all. You know anything about that, Smitty? No, that wouldn't surprise me though. But I was young when I lived in Florida, so I never, I never really paid attention. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I actually didn't even make it through the process before we moved back. So, but yeah, concealed carry to me is the way to go. Keeps everybody from being weird. Yeah. And then you got these these jerks, you know, and you see them and like you'll never see them, almost never see them in public, but you see them on TV or you see them on, you know, Twitter or whatever. Some some jagaloon out here carrying an AR-15 in public. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like that idiot at the airport that time. Yeah. On the intake side of checkpoint. What's the point? Given everybody who supports the Second Amendment a really bad rap. You're like you're not you're not helping the cause. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. You you can in Georgia at least, and I think Texas and a few other places, there's no rule against that. As long as it's not federal property or government property, state whatnot or whatnot or a park. Right. You can fling it and go. They're doing it to prove a point for no reason. Uh, most of them say that. They're like, Oh, I'm just trying to make a point. Well, why? Why are you trying to make a point? It doesn't make any sense to me why you're even trying to make that point. Just making people uncomfortable. That's what exactly. you do. Exactly. And then you wonder why people are sketchy. Because yeah. you're carrying an AK-47 in the fucking <laughs> airport. That's why. Right. Yeah. Why are you being followed by SWAT? Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are you on a terror watch list? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, mm-hmm. you got put on a no-fly list because yeah, for- he... Got he had uh, ammo in his uh, briefcase. Was he still working at the time? Yeah, he was got. Yeah, but that... he was traveling, and they were like, he put his briefcase on the or his bag or whatever it was on the conveyor. You know, went through the thing, and they pulled his ass off to the side. And he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they're like, "Why do you have?" He's like, "Oh, I'm a cop." And they're like, "Well, do you have a what?" He's like, "No, I didn't bring what." He's like, "I forgot that was in there. I didn't. I use this bag when I go to the range." Obviously, I miss, but I'm a cop. I obviously have a reason to have ammo. They gave him a bunch of shit. They let him fly anyway. And then it was like, they didn't say anything at the time. 
Then it was like two weeks later, he got a letter in the mail that said he was on a no-fly list. He couldn't fly for like six months or some shit. Mom laughed her ass off. She thought it was freaking hilarious. Yeah, that that's funny. I've never even been questioned. I've had weapon on me quite a few times going into different areas, but I, I always keep it concealed. So I've never had a run-in. I've never had a run-in with anybody that's had an issue. And I don't really know what I'd do if I did. Like a Karen type situation. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I'd probably just try and walk away. That's you know what I, mean? I would just try to avoid. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, hey, just sorry. Just you know, <laughs> going about my business. Yeah. Have you ever had a run-in with anybody, Jason, while you were carrying? Like I'm talking about yes. somebody who had a problem with you carrying a weapon and you had to actually talk to them? Because I never have. I don't know that most people even notice that I carry. With my yeah, with usually, my frame, yeah. I mean, I've carried a six twenty nine classic with a full lug on it, and no one really knew it. And Sounds like he's bragging a little bit, doesn't he? Well, yeah, I was a little good. more fit then too, but you know, they call that one gun uh, my spring my XTM is compact. But it's more of a mid size in my opinion, and you really don't know. Not curious. Is that a, hmm? a Sig? No, it's a Springfield. Oh, okay, okay. He's got a Smith and Wesson 500 <laughs> revolver stuffed in his pocket. Like, what is that? A 38 snub nose? You're like, <laughs> you know, uh, Chris has got one of those, and man, I shot that thing. That he was he bought fun. it. I thought he rented it. No, he bought it. He bought it, and uh, and you know the rounds for that thing are like five bucks a piece. We were at my mom's property, and he came over. We were doing some shooting out there, and uh. He brought that thing, and we put some cinder blocks up. And I'm talking about that thing just disintegrated a cinder block. Yeah, it was there's a lot of awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of force behind that round. That's yeah. a big round too. I mean, just generally, that's a big round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. same as old musket round. Yeah. Speak. Speaking of, while we're on the subject, what's your what's your preferred carry weapon, and then what is your favorite gun to shoot? I like carrying my nine millimeter, that uh, LC9, the Ruger. I don't like to shoot it, but it is a comfortable carry weapon. It's small, it's slim, and it's not uncomfortable at all to carry, no matter where you carry it in, inside the belt or outside. It's a real comfortable carry, yeah. but I don't like to shoot it. It's double action always. It's never goes single action. Like you're always having to pull. A 400-pound trigger, I mean, that's obviously, I'm not saying right, right, right. it feels like it when you're pulling that little bitty gun, when you're mm -hmm. pulling that little bitty trigger and it's that hard to pull, I don't like it. I think my favorite gun to shoot would be the Glock 26. Yeah. I, I like the 40 cal. I like my uh, XDM, but if, for, if you wanted to go lightweight, her Hellcat, which is also a Springfield, I can fit in a cargo pocket. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, so I got a... Um... I got no, an MMP. Sorry. Got Go a, ahead. Um, I got a Smith and Wesson MMP Shield Nine. Mm -hmm. um, that, that that's my carry gun. Yeah, I think Big Mama carries that one. It's about the size of your hand. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's kind of similar to the LC Nine. It doesn't have a. It's the the trigger pull is just long. It's not. Yeah. It's not heavy, but it's long. Favorite gun to is shoot a single is single stack or a double stack. Single. Yeah, so it only only holds like eight rounds on a extended mag. But it it's, keeps it slim. Yeah, it's 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 nice, you know. But it takes because of the because of its compact size. If you don't shoot it enough, it you know. Well, they're lightweight, so they flip a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Favorite gun to shoot is a, a AR-22. Uh, I had a, I got a Smith & Wesson MP-22, which is, man, you talk about just fun to shoot, just to go plinking and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, put you a little red dot side on it, you know, 50 to a hundred yards and just put you some targets up there, man. That thing is fun. Go through some, go through 500 rounds real quick. Yeah. I tell you what, the M16A2 is a fun weapon to shoot. It is so easy to shoot and dial inable. I mean, plinking from 500 yards is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I liked my, um, I had, I had a MP15. Uh, I, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm biased towards Smith and Wesson. So hey, it sounds uh, like, it. uh, <laughs> Hey, they're reliable, man. Just they're, they're similar to Glocks. They're very reliable. I only had one issue with that twenty-two uh, on the feed. You just have to use good ammo. But other than that, it's been great. Ruger ten twenty-two. Hey, that's a fun gun to shoot too. That's a, yeah, that's a good round. It is. It is fun. Is but it a breakdown or just a no? Them things are nice. You know what I really want is the is the Henry Survival twenty-two. My granny. Um, my uncle still has her rifle, and it was an original Henry. He used it so much, the rifling in the barrel was almost smooth, and he still has it. So it's at least 100 years old. That barrel's smooth on the inside. It ain't that, accurate. That's a lever, lever action, Henry? Yep. Original? That's Brass frame. That thing might be worth some money. Mm-hmm. Ever shot a barrel swappable uh, 22 slash 410? No. A pistol. I, I scared the shit out of the boy one year. A friend of mine had a 410. Said you could swap the barrel out and shoot 22. Mm-hmm. And we put the 410 barrel on it, and I put him down in the prone position. And I'm like, all right, get behind it, you know. And we were at out on the back 40 of this guy's property. He had a big hill in the back. I'm like, just aim at the hill. He's like, what do I aim at? I said, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I just want you to pull the trigger. Yeah. So. He laid up, and I got him all situated and got his posture right the whole nine yards. He fired that thing. I swear to God, his spirit left his body. He was ready to jump out and run. <laughs> he was not prepared for the sound that 410 was fixing to make. And then I swapped the barrel out and put the 22 round in it, and I swear to God, it was everything I could do to get him back behind that gun again. I'm like, trust me, it's fine. And then... uh I put him behind it when it had the 22 barrel on it. And then he fired and it just went, he was like, oh, okay. And then he fired like 12 rounds out. So we had a conversation pre-signing of constitutional carry. We did? We did. Okay. Yeah. Now, now that yeah. it is passed, they basically changed weapons permit holder to lawful weapons carrier. Has anybody's opinion changed? No, I think the best. Uh, okay, so here's my opinion, and I I talked to a few uh, law enforcement officers, if you will, about this. If you have a license, renew it. Oh yeah, yeah. That was my question. Are they going to continue to renew them? Because some states will not recognize constitutional carry, and we know that. Because there's our, there was 24 states already, and it wasn't reciprocal across the board. Some states say, no, you got to have a permit. But the other thing with the permit, the way it works here, is you can bypass the, what is it, three-day or seven-day waiting period if you're, you actually have a permit. 
Yeah, you, it's a it's, it should still be an incident. Yeah. So th- there's no wording in the current legislation for that. And I asked that question to the sergeant. He's like, I don't know yet. We haven't gotten anything in to kind of break well, this down because there's some gray areas in here. I think we talked about this before, too. In order to keep reciprocity between states, you would still have to have something in your hand, some sort of a permit. So that way, if you are carrying across state lines, like if I go to Florida or if I go to South Carolina or Tennessee or Alabama or wherever around here, that the states that do have reciprocity with Georgia, I'm still legal. I'm not going to get in any trouble. I still have a carry permit. But are they going to continue that practice? I can't imagine they do away with it. I don't. It it's not a federal Second Amendment constitutional carry. It's. I don't local. think the. I don't think the carry permit's going away. I. I honestly think all this law did was change it to where you can carry in public areas without a carry license. Right. Parks. Uh, as the law states, it shall be unlawful for any person to use, possess in any park, historic site, or recreational area, any weapon or long gun, unless such person is a lawful weapons carrier. Now, it removed the language for the license. What that means is you don't have to have a license to carry in those areas. But I think there's other specific areas where you would still need a license. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of gray. We need to get a couple I'd of attorneys to, to a, yeah, I'd break have to talk this down. To a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, Is because it, it's very there's some serious gray areas here that's not clear yeah. in the text. Well, and this is the part that I brought up in chat. So it shall be unlawful for any person to use, possess in any park, historic site, or recreational area any bows and arrows, spring guns, air rifles, slingshots, or any other device which discharges projectiles by any means. Okay. The language there is bad because a gun is a device which discharges projectiles by any means. So it could, it depends on how you, because the gun part is written into the law. Yes. Technically it's not contradicting itself, but at the same time it could go either way. And I don't think that I would chance that. No, I wouldn't either. And to correct what I was said in the first part of the episode about uh, opening carry when I was younger, we were normally hunting and there was provisions for that. So that's probably why we never had any questions and why we had uh, sidearms at the time. No, I, I agree, though. I think I think there's a bunch of gray areas. I don't think we were necessarily wrong in our assessment, maybe a little off. Well, but- at the same time, none of this changed anything for criminals. The only thing these laws do is keep honest people honest. It doesn't really matter anyway. It doesn't change a damn thing for what a criminal's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Criminals, criminals are still going to carry wherever the hell they want to carry. They're going to get their weapons from wherever the hell they want to get them from, and they're not going to get a background check. Criminal's a criminal. So when all these people keep arguing about how we're going to make the laws, I'm like, what? It really? I'm not saying that laws don't need to be made, but at the same time, they're not doing what you think they're doing. You think just because you made that law, the criminal's going to change his mind and go, oh, can't do that. It's illegal. It's it, To me, it's all kind of a little no. bit ridiculous. No, absolutely not. And the other thing you can't change, no matter how strict a penalty you may put on it, is straw man sales, yeah. uh, peer, peer-to-peer sales. 
Yeah. Because it's, it's going to happen. It, even if you're not selling the gun, even, let's just say you're giving it to somebody. You can't, yeah. you can't stop that. Well, and the fact that there's kind of a, a misnomer there, there's a lot of people that don't have know anything about weapons whatsoever. They're very, and you, they're usually the ones that are loudest about how it should be handled, but the ones that don't know anything about it have no daggum idea that we don't register. I don't register that weapon. It's not really registered. I'm a, I can buy a gun from anybody. I may not have it registered with the state that I own that particular weapon. It's not like that gun is assigned to me. Yeah, the state laws are all different. I think New York's got some pretty firm laws where you get like registered. In New York, I think I would think there are a few states that are like that. Like your that serial number gun is registered to you, but like here in Georgia, where especially with rifles, I can go buy a rifle at Walmart tomorrow. Nobody knows I have that rifle. Agreed. Agreed. New York is, I don't know their exact law, but I know it's its pretty strict and it's pretty hard to get a gun. Like, you're not going to walk into a store and buy a gun today. Like, you can apply to buy that gun kind of thing. Like, applying for a job almost. Yeah, like Smitty yeah. was saying, you get the uh, political moment with a politician on the TV the other day saying they no background checks and all this BS. And the, obviously they didn't read it. Because they don't know what the hell they're talking about off the TV. Because yeah. even after I got my uh, my carry permit, when I went and bought a handgun, even at a pawn shop, they still run that background check. It may only take an hour, but they run that background check. Yeah. And yeah. they make you... certain nothing comes back, and then they sell you the weapon. I think it's wild that the license really only covers a handgun or a pistol. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Because you can buy a rifle at 18. Yeah. I think there's a mental health provision in there, too. And a... Yeah, that's, well, that's a big one. How do you do that? Because I think we all know some several people that probably should not have had one in their lifetime at some point. Well, I know one. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not going to say whether he deserves or doesn't deserve. But I will say that he's not responsible with it and that I don't trust him with it. Really? And I'll leave it at that. I just, that's my personal opinion, my personal feelings about being around this person. Now, he is a lawful, lawful gun owner. He hasn't done anything wrong, never been convicted of anything crazy or anything like that. He just don't know how to conduct himself with a firearm. Yeah. I, Absolutely. I, under, I feel you right there. They do have a provision in a Georgia statute for no weapons carry license shall be issued to. Any person who has been hospitalized as an inpatient in any mental hospital or alcohol or drug treatment center within the five years immediately preceding the application. Okay, or but any you have to self-report that, no? No. What if about you've, got, what if about you've been hospitalized as an inpatient in any mental hospital or alcohol or drug treatment center within five years immediately preceding your application to purchase a weapon, you should be denied. Should be. Should yeah, be. Yeah, your carry license. It's going to be on. Carry license, not weapon. Is that court ordered? Federal law under 18U.S.C.922D. It is unlawful for any person to sell or otherwise dispose of any firearm or ammunition to any person knowing or having reasonable cause to believe that such person, quote, has been adjudicated as a mental defective or has been committed to any mental institution. And then all the states have adopted a law 
that somehow speaks to that effect. And Georgia's is 16-11-129, but it says no weapons carry license shall be issued to. It doesn't say sell weapon. a weapon. It well, says, yeah. 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 That's my question. Is it court ordered or is it voluntary? If it's voluntary, is it on record? Should be because it says hospitalized as an inpatient. If you admit yourself, you're a patient and you've been admitted. Is that in violation of any HIPAA laws? I can't be none of them here. And this is says that that, that's the that's the problem with the law. That's the problem. It's not black and white. It says adjudicated, so that means you've been judged mentally incompetent to stand trial. So any person who has been adjudicated mentally incompetent to stand trial or been adjudicated not guilty by reason of insanity at the time of a crime is not to be given a carry license. And I don't want our any any listeners to think that I'm bucking on this. I agree with that 100%. Crazy people do not need guns. No, they don't. But I've been down this road. That's why I'm asking the questions that I'm asking, not me personally. Yeah, I'm wondering, because this says... Because this is just really speaking to, like I said, no weapons carry license shall be issued to the following and all those things I read. But it doesn't say you can't sell a weapon. Yeah, so, so uh, still, but uh, hopefully the background check would see that, I guess. The, the issue is not at the store. And it's never in recent recent history been at the store. I mean, every now and then... They'll say, oh, well, this guy, he's a crazy person, and he passed a background check. Well, did he have anything in his background? No, he didn't. But the gun he used, he bought from his brother's uncle's mother. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's, the... what, I, that's what I'm saying when, when I said this is all well and good for all the law-abiding citizens, but yeah, criminals and are criminals. That's the argument that people don't understand, is that you you can't completely eradicate the problem state laws like the one i just read about georgia a lot lot of them do say they can't have a weapon on them like alabama says no person of unsound mind shall own a firearm okay do they carry around a unsound mind card exactly that (laughs) i mean mean, yeah we're still in the law it's still a law yeah yeah, yeah. I, i get it i get it yeah, where in the law does so to it your point, yeah. close a loophole so, on that sentence, though? And that's the problem. Can't. Mental health is a real issue with this. You start sacrificing even more freedoms than you've already given up. Yes. We're, we're supposed to be a free country, and we're not. Yeah, Arkansas says the same thing. No person shall possess or own any firearm who has been adjudicated mentally ill or committed them. So basically, all this is saying is if you get caught, then it's a then problem. They can use this law against you and say, well, he couldn't own a firearm to begin with, so now we can we can burn him even harder. Yeah, well, but, we could say that about a lot of things. Yeah, but it doesn't... And to anybody who listens to this, I'm not saying that you can't prevent it. What I'm saying is, is the law itself, the way it's written, can't stop it. Yeah, it's... Yeah, you're walking a fine line. There's a yeah, lot of... It's, it's, it's a very, very thin fine line. To my point, bad people are going to do bad things. They really, if they, if weapons, if they're going to use a, uh, they're going to use a knife. If the knives aren't available, then they're going to use a stick. The stick's not available. He's going to use a rock. He's going to, if they want to do harm, they're going to do harm. In my and, mind. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is everybody talks about recognizing the signs, recognizing the signs. But how do you recognize the signs without impeding on somebody's on their freedoms and and things like that? That's yeah. that's a and that's an honest question. Because well, in, well, I was I was going to ask you if you saw the movie Minority Report. I did. That kind of goes into that where yeah. you try to stop somebody from doing something before they did it. Yeah. And you can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. But more often than not, the way the law is written, unless you physically do something, there's nothing the law can do to prevent you from doing it. Yeah. More often than not. (laughs) Every Every now and then somebody gets got. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you have to actually commit a crime for there to be a crime. Same thing with when it comes to your mental health, there has to be some sort of episode. There has to be some defining evidence that you're not mentally fit. Well, there is a gray area. There is a, you know, they still have conspiracy. So, I mean, if you conspire to have somebody kill, like hiring a hit person, even though you didn't kill anybody, if you try to hire a hitman to kill somebody, then that's illegal. <laughs> okay. okay. Carol Baskin. <laughs> but it gets to the point. I buy a though. giant meat grinder. <laughs> I'm gonna grind my husband up with the tigers. I'm telling you what, she killed her husband. I can't. One hundred percent. You will never convince me otherwise. That woman killed her husband. Yeah, it goes back to judicated. If it's not judicated, then it didn't happen. Right, I agree. And then you got that big conversation of what do you do and how do you handle it? And it's not clear to no one. Well, something else they ask on that uh, application is whether or not you use drugs. Which, yeah, why would you tell on yourself kind of a thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been messing around for the last <laughs> 30 days. <laughs> I want to get a pistol. Yeah. I'm not sure what the answer is, to be honest, to how you handle all this other than yeah, I think mental health is a big part of it. Um, but you just, like we were talking about, you can't you can't predict the future. You don't know what some guy's going to do tomorrow, what's going to happen, what he sees tomorrow, you know, he or she sees tomorrow greatly impacts how they act completely different. Georgia weapons license holders should familiarize themselves with the individual requirements and limitations on Georgia weapons licenses in any of the reciprocating states where they may wish to exercise their rights. Weapons laws vary from state to state, and there may be municipal or county ordinances regulating weapons in reciprocating states. Also, please note that the reciprocating states may honor Georgia licenses in regard to firearms while not recognizing licenses as to other weapons such as knives, etc. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions or comments about today's program, we can be reached at primecohesion at gmail.com. Also, you can stop by and check us out on Facebook. And for those who would like to donate or subscribe to the program, you can do so at redcircle.com backslash shows backslash crime cohesion. Cohesion.